Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy this shit show. Bread and Circuses podcast yet again, uh, episode 20-something, or we had 25 a little while ago. Um, I am Rooster, here with Crow. Oh, hi there. How y'all doing? I'm doing just fine, thanks for asking. <laughs> a uh, fine Southern Belle you are. You make a great Southern Belle. Excuse me while I leave the room, I have a case of the vapors. <laughs> it's so sticky. I just hate it when it's sticky. <laughs> Um, all right. I, we've been talking about this beforehand. We're both a little worked up. I'm just going to word vomit some stuff. Um, I'm sick of this Serena Williams thing. Mm. Sick of it. I'm sick of Serena Williams. I'm sick of Colin Kaepernick. I'm sick of not them specifically, but sports figures in general being held up as anything other than people who run fast and do a sport well. You know, shut up. Just like everybody else. Hollywood actor, shut up. People that say that, shut up. Fine. I don't care. I think they should shut up because nobody should care. Diane Feinstein on this Kavanaugh thing is a piece of shit. Thank you. Because I'm with you on that. This thing that she just brought out. Do you hear this woman has uh, who accused Kavanaugh of was in high school, right? In high school, forty years ago, has now stepped forward and said Kavanaugh molested her. Jesus Christ! When he was a teenager. Feinstein knew about this. Feinstein, whatever her fucking name is. She knew about this thing in July. She didn't bring it up at the hearing. She didn't bring it a public meeting with him. She didn't bring it a private meeting with him. She skipped a behind-the-scenes session with him, never brought any of it up. This is a last-ditch effort to get rid of a justice who's, according to the American Bar Association, A-plus higher for this position. She's full of shit. Barack Obama said elections have consequences, and everybody thought that was great when he won. Well, they have consequences. Trump won. Fucking sit down and take your goddamn medicine. Yeah, this is pretty disgusting what she's doing. I'm, I coach a baseball team, Little League Baseball. I'm tired of half the parents and half the coaches. You know, not the parents for my team, but the parents in the league who are like, God, they got to be yelling stuff to their kid every time. Let me coach your damn kid and stay out of the goddamn dugout. Right? And the other coaches, I get coaches who have leads on our team are beating us fair enough but they're like bunting and all this stuff i mean these these are 12 year old kids swing the fucking bat that bugs me stopped at the holiday station over here the guy needs to cut his goddamn fingernails i'm just saying because they're gross <laughs> it's hideous he's touching my food oh, get wow. a nail clipper and this gender shit this how many different goddamn genders now we have two yeah. right go ahead and hate me call me whatever there's two if you want to Dress like a woman, be called a woman's name. You want to pee in the men's bathroom, women's bathroom. I don't care. Just no, there's not 47 genders. You're not two spirited, poly, polygamous. What I was a, that? A furry ifer. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, they leave them out. They, they, yeah, they do. That's very discriminatory. Yeah, they should be mad. If you're a yiff and furry, you should be included. I don't even know what a yiff and furry is. Well, see, furry is not a sexual or a gender per se. But if you're a, how do you know? If you're a, how do you get to diminish them like that? Well, Maybe they are. As a disabled black lesbian, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, amputee now too. 
Well, I mean, that goes with the disabled. That's that. I mean, it covers my mental and physical disabilities, yeah. right? But uh, um, I'm intersectional, which means I know everything about every minority group because I'm intersectional. See, you can't be a minority and be legitimate unless you are intersectional. If you're intersectional, which I am, because I cross all the T's and dot all the I's, I can talk about any other minority with authority. Shut up. <laughs> Shut hey, the fuck hey, up. Hey, that was hurtful. Shut, I don't, I don't appreciate I that. I don't care. That's that's racist and ableist. <laughs> I'm not taking that from a pedophile. <laughs> uh, let's Jim, explain that real quick. <laughs> that's that's the standard response you should give. Nowadays, if you're accused of being a racist, don't defend yourself. Don't say, well, my best friends are black or anything stupid like that. Or say, how dare you, sir? How absolutely dare you? Don't do any of that. Say, I'm not taking that from yeah. a pedophile. That's what you do. Yeah. You turn it right around on them. Yeah. Every, t- every time from now on. Don't argue it. You're not. It's the, the point. They're not legitimately. They don't even really think you're a racist. They just, they just know that's a way to shut you down or to put you off track of what you're saying. And and they're fucking with you, so turn it right around on them and fuck with them right away. And call yep. them call them a, a a registered or a known sex offender or a child molester. Call them that. I wouldn't even and say known. Yeah. I would just say, hey, we know. Yeah, we've heard. And don't do it with a smile or a smirk. Do it with all seriousness, if the they, same seriousness they're giving you. If they can say by doing the OK symbol, it's white power, then white power. I, white power. <laughs> I I get to say that. You're a pedophile. Yeah. So that's um, that's the standard operating procedure nowadays. Remember that, everybody. Jim Carrey went on Bill Maher's show and had a fucking aneurysm over socialism. He's like, we have to embrace socialism. We have to stop being afraid of this word. And then some reporter from Venezuela tweeted him. as like, socialism has ruined our country. Wake up. <laughs> Jim Carrey is a fucking moron. Oh, yeah. He has no idea what socialism is. I, I want to be rich enough to be a socialist. That's what I want. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah. I want to be so rich that when you take 90% of my money, I don't fucking care. Yeah. And that's Jim Carrey. And all the people that have power, that have all the connections and the power in that, in that system, they will, they will be, you'll be their buddies. So you'll be in their sphere. You'll be, you'll still be treated like royalty. I look, I hate it when people just say, oh, I hate stupid people. You know that I I hate when people say that because they're not saying people are stupid. They're saying someone who disagrees with them is stupid. You know, don't call other people stupid. Make a good argument. What I hate more than anything, though, is people who aren't smart enough for the arguments they're making. And Jim Carrey is a perfect example. He doesn't know shit. Uh, Can you say Kaepernick? Do your little talk out your ass thing and your rubber faced monkey moves and just whatever. Shut the fuck up about the economy because you don't have a goddamn idea how it works. You're a moron. Yeah. Well, Kaepernick's another example of that. Yeah, well, we went into that thing. Jason Whitlock was like, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. He can't articulate what he's doing. And he's absolutely right. That's why he won't talk about it. Because he just gets to shut up. And then the last thing that pissed me off going the other way is Trump's tweet on Puerto Rico. We all know what the fuck was up there. A hundred people died or whatever. And then later they found out more people died. And And there's a padding of it, obviously. But it's not... Trump should stay away from this. I don't even know if they, I don't know if they're padding it or whatever, but there was, there was a number that came out that was like a hundred and then they said, no, it's 3000. And now by like five different, um, five different independent auditors of this, they said it's probably about a thousand people. And and they're all estimates based on other disasters. What he should have done was, Hey, that sucked. We feel yeah. badly. We can get better. Yeah, he, That's all. He no handled one was, it terribly. No one was going to personally blame the president nope. for a fucking hurricane. Oh, wait. Unless you're CNN. Yeah. 
because they came out and said that one that hit North Carolina, Trump was complicit. Oh, God. Enough. I, I, th- that's all bullshit. But yeah, Trump handled the, the Puerto Rico thing terribly. Uh, he doubled down on it when he shouldn't have. Um, he, he could very well be right about a lot of it, but just it, like you said, it just, it, it's just like it was unnecessary to do that. To say, um, he, well, we should go into what he said. I suppose I should have pulled that up. His exact tweet, right? Well, his exact tweet was stupid. I mean, the thing is, it, it is true. They're, they're, when they, when they talk about what happened in Puerto Rico after the, um, hurricane there, that, um, there were immediate deaths that they were very, pretty low, actually, kind of surprisingly low, uh, 16 or 18, like in the immediate aftermath. Yeah. I don't know. We're guessing, yeah. but and that, well, that's what, like that's what the, I don't know if it was a governor or mayor or whatever said to, to Trump or the officials. He was, that oh, was the, the mayor is going to jail now. Yeah. But that was the official word was, you know, there's this many deaths. And then a little bit later, okay, it, it bumped, you know, cause it's going to happen. There's going to be later, there's going to be more people you know, because of the flooding and all that. There's going to be more, but then you get into the point where all of a sudden it matters the official official count for how much money they're going to get. Right. And so they'll add in and, you know, it's, it's just standard operating procedure for this. You go, any deaths afterwards are attributed to this, to the, um, to the storm. And then part of it is there's official deaths and some of it's not official. Some of it is just projections and, and, um, uh, uh, calculations based on other disasters about how many deaths per this, that, and the other. And they put it all together and say, okay, this is the estimate. And they just go with it. Could be true, might not be. <laughs> but that's how they kind of figure out, okay, how much aid you need, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, all the numbers were stupid. Everybody knows that somewhere in there there was a discrepancy. Maybe a 1,000 people died, but then somewhere along the line, someone said it was a much lower number than that, right? So anyone can look at that objectively and say, you know, your numbers are fucked up. Either they were screwed up in the beginning or they're screwed up at the end, but there's a discrepancy there and it's way too big. I mean, just imagine if if you uh, owed me some money or I owed you money and you said, how much is eh, that's about 50 bucks. And then you go to pay it and you're like, well, actually you owe me 1500 bucks. Yeah. You'd be like, what? what? Where did that come from? I mean, no one, no one can seriously believe that both of these numbers were anywhere close to true. Yeah, I'm trying to find a uh, unbiased source for this, and I can't. So Trump's it's either, tweet? either very far right wing or very far left wing that I'm finding right now. Uh, yeah, I can't find. I guess the Hill, maybe? The Hill uh, is right wing, but... Maybe. Yeah. All right. President Trump, royal Democrats, and Republicans alike on Thursday with a pair of tweets alleging that Democrats inflated statistics. Oh, yeah, that's another thing he said. He said it was a, a Democrat scheme to discredit him. Oh, I think a video is going to play here. i got to try to stop it real quick. Which... Part of that may even okay. have been true, but not from Democrats in general. Okay. Yeah, so uh, close, please. All right. Uh, pair of tweets alleging that Democrats inflated statistics on the number of people killed. Oh, there's a lot of pop-ups on this site. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not going to start playing. Uh, by a hurricane last year in Puerto Rico. Three, okay, quote, 3,000 people did not die in the two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico, t- Trump tweeted. He went on to claim without evidence that the number was purposefully exaggerated by Democrats to make me look as bad as possible. He quote, you know, I think that's in quotes. So, uh, okay. This was done by the Democrats in order to make me look as bad as possible when I was successfully raising billions of dollars to help rebuild Puerto Rico. If a person died for any reason, like old age, just add them to the list. Bad politics. I love Puerto Rico exclamation point. Now that's a, that's a typical Trump, Trump quote. Or tweet. Which he didn't even need to do. But I Just wish, shut up. But that one I wish he wouldn't have done. On the other hand, they're making 
into something more than it should be. This is what we come to expect from him. You know, he's, he's, he's venting, but this is not a good thing for him to do, to vent about. You know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine today and he, he brought up this good point. So I can't even remember what the argument was. He was having a discussion with somebody he doesn't know really well who said, who I can't even remember what they were saying throughout this point that he doesn't agree with. And he just went, oh, well, I could be wrong and moved on. And a couple of us were like, I mean, I was just listening to this and one of my friends goes, why didn't you set him straight? And he said, because I don't know him enough and I don't care and I'm not going to change his mind. And that's how Trump should view a lot of this stuff. Stop worrying about how somebody made you look in a tweet. Let people talk on their own and give them enough rope and they'll hang themselves. On the other hand, part of what has made him successful is that he's bypassed the lies of the media in order to set the record straight through tweets. I don't disagree, but he doesn't need to respond to everything. No, not, that's the problem. The say. problem is he 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 he's got to know when not to. But here's the thing: How, who are we to tell him? I mean, this this like everything else. This is hardly any, this will be a blip. This will be gone in a week. So it did get people like me to go. I had no idea how much the there there is inflation of death tolls on stuff like this, especially in areas where it's hard to keep track of the numbers. Um, yeah, but none of that's changing how anybody thinks. Exactly. And and it doesn't matter. It doesn't change how much money is being raised and sent and all that. It, it doesn't really. I don't, I don't, I don't think don't. it's billions. No, I don't think so either. But but I, my point is either you're a diehard Trump guy and you get mixed up in this or you're a diehard anti-Trumper and you get mixed up in this and you're just throwing mud back and forth. But even people in the middle who are like saying the moderates on the right who are like you and I saying, yeah, we're moderates. Fuck off. So who are saying, look, dude, just shut up and let it go. Yeah. Well, and moderates on the left who are like, that number isn't right. Look, it's not fair what you did. But it's tragic anyway. It's something that needs to be dealt with and, and handled. But nobody's changing sides. Yeah. Nobody's hopping a fence here. It's all the same. Just well, let, let me it go. finish this real quick. Both parties were quick to push back on the president's claim. Among those who issued state statements were Governor Rick Scott, who's a, a Republican, and Ron, Ron DeSantis, a Republican. They're both two of Trump's staunchest defenders in Florida who are both currently running for office. And here's a quote. I disagree with the president. An independent study said thousands were lost. And Governor uh, Ricardo Rossello agreed. I've been to Puerto Rico seven times and saw devastation firsthand. The loss of life is tragic. The extent of lives lost as a result of Maria is heart-wrenching, Scott tweeted on Thursday. I mean, that's true. That's him, that's him being very mild in his pushback and Trump saying, hey, he shouldn't have said that. DeSantis... Um, also said his office had a statement saying he's committed to standing with Puerto Rican community, especially after such a tra tragic loss of life. He doesn't believe any loss of life has been inflated. I mean, that was, I think that was unnecessary to say too. I mean, it's kind of like, it's almost like cucking out at this point. It's like, it, it, that was unnecessary for him to say that, I, I believe. Uh, but this one, <laughs> another Republican official in Florida who was appointed by Scott to the state's board governor went even further, quote, Mr. President, shut up. Yeah, Alan Levine tweeted, any death, whether one or 3000 is a tragedy. That doesn't mean you caused it. And it's not about you show compassion for the families. I actually, that's a great point. I actually agree with that. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, even if you, I'm a Trump supporter, you know, MAGA all the way, but you got to admit this was bad. He, he, he needed to do exactly what this guy said. It's not about you right here. I look, I don't like the guy, but I like the policies. And I think if he had any sense of, any sense of class at all, you know, in the public forum. I have heard that privately he's a pretty classy guy. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm willing to believe it. 
Um, I'm also willing to be convinced otherwise. But his public persona needs a lot of work. And if he was if he was doing a half a halfway decent job of being, you know, a non egotistical bore, he everybody would think he was kicking ass right now. Except the hard left who can't stand. There would be people left of center, just moderately left of center, having to say. I gotta admit, the guy's not doing a bad job. Well, that's people like me. And that's what I'm most concerned about with Trump. Is I'm I'm firmly I firmly believe right now this is all the Trump show. When Trump's gone, for whatever reason he's gone, the elections or whatever reason he's no longer president, uh, it's going to go back to ineffectual Republicans, more status quo, more barreling down the the road to socialism um, without breaks. I, I believe it. So right now I, I'm at the state where. You know, enjoy it while it lasts, get as much done as we can done, get done to, you know, to stack the courts and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully he lasts long enough to make some sort of blip or difference to slow down the inevitable decline into uh, the end of Rome for me. That's my opinion. You admit he's stacking the courts? <laughs> so anyways, my problem with Trump right now is I'm one of those guys that like I get fired up when he says something good. And it's like, it's like fuck yeah, or he says something un-PC un or something that you know, shakes up the status quo. But um, on, on the other hand, he'll say stuff like this that makes me extremely worried that he might be on the edge of going crazy and that he's going to just lose it and just destroy all the credibility that has been built up. And uh, and it's I'm always on eggshells wondering if that's going to be the next day or the next day or the next day. I'm like, I'm always concerned that he's going to fuck it up. So I was watching... Uh, uh Infinity Wars? No, not Infinity Wars. Age of Ultron the other day. Okay. Right? And there's the scene. Too bad if I'm ruining it for you. Um, it's five years old. Get over it. There's the scene where he's got Black Widow locked up, and he says he's doing the whole thing about making yourself better. And all of a sudden, from behind, a new version of him crushes the old one, rips it, throws it away. I'm wondering if there isn't some sort of Trumpian conspiracy figured out to do I think... To, to what you're saying about he's close to going crazy. I would not be surprised a year out from 2020. So like 2019 or something. He goes, you know what? I'm fucking tired of you people. I'm sick of this bullshit. I don't need it. I'm going back to live my life. By the way, I like that guy. You should vote for him for president. I'm out. And it's going to be, it's going to be a, I mean, not, I'm not naming people who would do it, but uh, you mentioned DeSantos and Scott, people who are Trump backers. I mean, mm -hmm. it's going to be some Trump backer that, will seem way more like palatable because they're like, all right, here, let's just calm down old people, but let's keep this moving. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Not a Mike Pence because Mike Pence is too, he's too far right Christian for me, you know? Um, Whoever comes in, I, I'm still, I'm still kind of pessimistic about it. I, I'm like I said, it's all Ben Trump. Sass. Mm. I could see a Ben Sass. Maybe. Yeah, I like him. But it's all Trump show. Once once Trump's gone, the Republicans are back to being kind of the standing in the corner, acting like they're all about uh, the the um, original being originalists or or, uh, or the founding fathers and this and that, and you know keeping uh, America on the um, a traditional path. And they're it's all talk. That's all it's going to be, like it always is. So well, but I think all politicians are all talk. No, well, that's why Trump. That that's why this is the Trump show. The problem with Washington is not that they. Not that they get too much stuff done. They don't do anything. They All they do is sit there and investigate each other. You know, if if they lose no. the midterms, uh, there's going to be a whole investigation into Trump and they're going to try and impeach him. 
And the truth is, they're not going to find a crime there. It's not really going to be able to do anything but censure him, which basically was like what they did to Clinton. Yeah, haven't, has there been more dev- developments from uh, Cohen and all that for Trump's lawyer at, at that? No. No? Manafort. Manaf- no, Papadopoulos. I get all these fuckers. Yeah. Whoever got 14, 14 days. And then they said, no, but uh, he said uh, he's going to testify for the Mueller investigation or something like that. The illegitimate Mueller investigation? Yeah. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I'm I'm so sick of these people. And I saw uh, somebody... It was Ben Sass said this, and I think he's right, and it's made me think differently on this. He goes, we don't have any more Mount Vernons. And what he means by that is George Washington did his time in the army, did his time as president, and he said, hey, guys, I'm out. I'm going back home. Jefferson did that. You know, there were so many politicians who did that. You learn something, you earn something, you share that knowledge, and then you go home. Yeah, you don't live out you don't live out your long life and the John McCain of luxury. Nancy Pelosi's yeah. and the the uh, Feinstein. Oh God. They're all in their eighties. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Go You're, go enjoy your fucking retirement. I'm, there are jobs out there where you can't work past sixty five. You can't they don't allow you to work past sixty five. Or, or you know what? Just go sit and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah. Go sit on your porch somewhere with your grandkids and be a decent human being, not a politician. Yeah, I'm with you. And they, they just won't do it. I saw a I saw a interview with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I didn't realize she's this far gone. I'm willing to accept that she's still a very mentally agile woman. You're going to disagree with me, but I'm just saying I'm willing to accept that. In this interview, she was sitting on a couch and she's just all slumped down into it. And she can't even raise her fucking head to answer the questions. She's kind of looking, you know, through through her eyebrows at this guy interviewing her. And she's, what, 85 years old? How ableist of you, Rooster. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. She's... She's... She's decrepit. Yes. She's physically feeble. Mm-hmm. You know, and physically feeble and mentally feeble don't always go hand in hand. A lot of times they do, but especially when more, age is involved. They're more likely to than not. When age is involved, especially. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, I was just talking to someone the other day about how my, my grandmother, my paternal grandmother had strokes really early in age. I mean, I, I, I can only barely remember her being able to walk. Otherwise she was always in a wheelchair, could barely talk, all this stuff. Always sharp, though. She, I mean, she could have a conversation and just she, physically she was, very was all hard there. To, yeah, yeah to, I mean, but physically she couldn't do a damn thing. No. My maternal grandmother, who lived to be 85, I think, 86, last three years of her life, physically capable, could get up and walk four or five miles, no problem. Didn't know what fucking planet she was on. Yeah, dementia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she knew me. She knew my parents. She kind of knew who my wife was. And my kids were the big one and the little one. You know? Well, see, that's... Well, actually, just the big one because... It's actually kind of what bothers me about Trump. Trump's getting up there in years, too, and he's doing stuff that make you go, ooh. I know. Is he going kind of... See now? Oh, my God. I hope not. I mean, I'm, I'm legitimately worried about that with him. Well, yeah, it could be. But 
Maxine Waters, have you seen the shit she's oh, been God. saying recently? Oh, yeah. She got out there and she said, you know, uh, somebody said I was threatening Trump supporters. I wasn't threatening Trump supporters. I do it every day. I enjoy it, but I wasn't doing it that time. Do you even hear yourself? You don't. No, she doesn't because oh. she gets in front of her little echo chamber of audience who's cheering her and everything. And then John fucking Kerry, you oh, know. He's still around? Fuck him. Well, did you hear what he did in no. Iran? Oh, God. Oh, God, don't tell me. Yeah, I haven't, okay. I haven't, I won't seen, tell I haven't you. seen the news in a couple days. So it comes out that he's been going over to Iran. This is by his own admission, by the way. These are his words. And he was saying, hey, I was just telling those guys, you know, just wait out this presidency. So he's basically trying to reconstruct his deal that Trump deconstructed. Holy shit. I don't know how that's not fucking treasonous. Wow. He's working against... I don't know how that is. And I don't want to... You know, when Trump tweeted about... Who was it that he said was... Somebody, he goes, someone else did treason. Don't throw that word out there. Yeah. Treason is actively working against your country's best interest. How is that? How was... In this case, this he nuts. was. But Trump said treason before for other shit. And yeah, it's like, wouldn't. don't use that word. Well, he hasn't... I think Trump... Uh, Asked, instead of saying this is treason, he go, "Is this treasonous?" Now, one of those bullshit things that you know you. God, I wish I could remember the thing. He yeah, I actually remember you talking about. He goes, "You know, that could be treason." I don't know. It was like one of those statements that Trump made about, and I can't remember what it was about. I, it's the exact same thing you're talking the last about. Last couple I think. weeks, yeah. But this carry thing, this is this is big. Yeah, if he goes there and says, "Yeah, just wait this guy out," you working know, against the yeah. administration. Mike Pompeo's not having it. He's like, "Hey, not. this ain't cool." And this gets into this thing about... You but there will be no consequences. There's never consequences for these people anymore. Well, John Kerry's not going to go to jail, but he might have any security clearances he has revoked. Yeah, I don't think they care at this point. He gets his name out there now. Now he'll probably fucking get another book out. Yeah, probably. Oh, I fucking hate these people. Speaking speaking of, of um, people in the government that, that are doing bad things, did you know that... Nikki Haley State Department spent over fifty-two thousand dollars. I'm going to punch you. Curtains, curtains, rooster. God, I want to punch you. Nikki Haley spent fifty fifty-two thousand dollars of your money. You know why I hate you? On curtains. Because someone out there is hearing this and going, <laughs> "What she that, did? What?" That Nikki Haley. So, in trying to troll and being a sarcastic <laughs> little fuck. You're, uh, you are getting some people to go, whoa, wait a second. What's going on with that? No, it's, it's a lie. It's bullshit. And it, uh, the, the funding for the curtains happened during the Obama administration. Nikki Haley had nothing to do with it. Well, why, why the and hell? she couldn't the, stop the process either. First of all, and this was asked, why the hell the curtains cost $52,000? And they said something about like, they have to be fast closing curtains and it's the stuff they're made they out of. They better have fucking Kevlar in them. They're probably made of Kevlar. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I just, Look, as a as a person who's well, I mean, how big is the building? How many stuff? how many curtains? How, how big is the building? It's there? just a residence in New York. It's not huge. Oh, I thought maybe they were like the Pentagon size building. No, it's you know? like his, <laughs> and she has like one part time staffer there. Okay, that's that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it 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 does, but that doesn't matter. What matters is this was something that was approved and set up before her time there that she didn't probably even know about until it came to be. Yeah. So she didn't. She didn't ask for the money. She didn't sign the off on it. The money was appropriated before 2016. The Obama administration. Yeah. So if you're going to get mad, get mad at the Obama administration about this. Not and this media. kind of overspending New York government Times, happens all the time. New York Times ran a headline saying uh, Nikki Haley's. What's the specific headline? Um, 
New York Times. Okay, it says they rec- corrected it, but I don't know what the initial the initial thing wasn't it was. something about Nikki Hale, Haley steals money from poor children in street <laughs> I mean, to buy well say curtains. That. Nikki Haley's State Department spent over fifty thousand fifty two thousand on curtains. And it's not Nikki Haley's State Department. It's our fucking State yeah. Department. Oh man. By the way, and this is how sexist I am. Oh, oh sorry, I, I said that backwards. State Department spent over $52,000 for Nikki Haley on curtains. For Nikki Haley yeah. on curtains. That was the headline. That's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> do, you, do you want to hear how sexist I am? What's that? You know who my ideal ticket would be? Yeah. Uh, I think I think you've mentioned this on the podcast before. Nikki Haley and... Uh, Carly Fiorina. Carly Fiorina, yep. God, I would love if those two yeah. ran. Yeah. And I'm not all my woman's power either, but I, I appreciate someone who has what it takes. And those two seem like they would. I mean, God, we'd have yes. to, I'd have to, I don't know a whole, there's a few things about Nikki Haley where she was seemed like a little too war hawkish on certain, like Syria. I didn't like that. So I'd have to, that, that kind of worries me. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I think we should just stay the hell out of yeah, Syria. I'm done with the war hawking. I used to be the guy that was rah, rah, you know, we need to take these fuckers out wherever they are kind of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm revising that. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we need to stay the fuck out of shit that doesn't affect, uh, directly affect us. I, I don't mind in a lot of cases being, you know, the world's policeman, but I'm starting to get tired of it. And so take a case like Rwanda where there was all that, you know, uh, uh, tribal, I can't remember which is which, but one of them, one of them was 10% of them and they were in control and. So they basically the other ninety percent rose up and butchered them and everything. Yeah. I mean, literally butchered. Oh yeah, if you, uh, if you saw the brutal. movie Hotel Rwanda, it's very much worth watching. So it's brutal. Don Cheadle started. Yeah, but so we didn't do enough in the left eyes to help with that, but we're doing too much in other places. So people get hacked apart with machetes in Rwanda. We didn't do enough. People get gassed in Syria, and we need to pump the brakes a little bit. It, I I just get tired of this thing. Why don't we just Ron Paul this whole bitch and leave everybody alone? Yes, serious. I I'm so confused by it. It's because it seems like there's so many false flags and there's so many just deceptions going on left and right. You just don't know what to make of it. Well, there was something the uh, brilliant, uh, the late and brilliant Christopher Hitchens said that um, I'm willing to take the guy at his word because he was so well researched and so smart. Um, he had a criticism of the. Bush administration in Afghanistan because they went in there and they burned all the poppy fields, right? So he goes, do you know who buys 90% of the world's opium? U.S. pharmaceutical companies. Hmm. He goes, why the hell did we take the one thing they can sell and burn it? He goes, why didn't we just say, we'll buy it all from you? He goes, we could have bought it at a discount because they'd have been happy to sell it to us. And he goes, Everyone would benefit. I suppose you could have just, they could have, we could have figured out putting in a, a system in place that would have checks and balances to keep it legitimate and legal. He goes, the thing that they have that we want, yeah. we could have, instead of saying, hey, you guys are selling opium and that's how you're raising your, you know, your terrorism money, we could have reined them in and said, we can make your country prosperous. Yeah. Selling us a thing we need. And we burned it. That's if, pretty nuts. If that's true, and I'm, like I said, I'd take, Christopher Hitchens at his word. Uh, yeah. It's right. just stupid. 
let's well, let's, let's do, do some tarot. I was going to say it's been pretty serious. Let's get to uh, the lucite brick of wonder and ask some questions from table topics. Uh, would you like to do it this time? Sure. All right. Wow, I feel so privileged because I get to do it. Crow. Ooh, what's on your bucket list? Um, you mean who is on my bucket list? Sure. <laughs> um, what's on my bucket list? Oh, you know what? I I haven't gone. I'm not a much. I'm not a much of a world traveler. I would like to go to Japan. I'd like to go to. Um, Why Japan? Um, it's just, it's so different. Like, like for one, I took a little bit of Japanese when I was in high school and it was a lot of fun. The language was fun because it was so different. Whereas all the other languages I tried, I tried German and I tried, did I try for, I didn't try French cause I hate, I hate the sound of French. It's a, it's a very soy language. Like that old Steve Martin joke where he's choking, trying to speak. <laughs> yeah. He spoke um, French. But I tried some, I tried German and I tried a I can't remember what it was. Another language I didn't like. And then I went to Jap. I tried Japanese and it was fun because it was so different. So it was fun to learn because it, it didn't have any basis in the English language. And then, um, I just, the society is so interesting. It's so strange, but it's not, it's not offensive to me. It's not, it doesn't annoy me like a lot of cultures do because I'm a culturalist. So I like I like Japan's kind of like their, their kind of their nationalism. I like that. I think that's cool. And, um, their, their history is, is interesting what, what they've gone through and our, our part in their history is interesting because we're pretty closely tied together now after the wars. When we drag them into the 20th century. Yeah. So the 19th century, I mean. Yeah. And so, um, Japan would, would just be interesting and it's super expensive. So I don't see myself going there anytime soon. Um, and then, you know, like the, uh, before, before it com- becomes complete shit, Ireland, Germany, um, you know, Great Britain, um, I don't think Ireland's going to be shit anytime soon. Who knows? But I'd like to go to the you know those European countries and check them out and enjoy them while they're still enjoyable. Ireland's nice. I've yeah. been there. All right, well, twice. I'd like to go to Sweden before Sweden becomes Somalia. So I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I heard, you know, because uh, the United States was opening up to Cuba again. I heard, and this is the irony of ironies: a German tourist who had gone to Cuba. And he said, yeah, I wanted to come here and see it before the Americans come in and ruin everything. <laughs> like you're from fucking Germany. Oh, that's funny, though. I mean, <laughs> he didn't get it. Yeah. He just doesn't get it. Yeah. I, you know, what? Uh, there are lots of things in my bucket list. None of them. I mean, there are things like, yeah, I'd love to travel and do this and do that. And um, I, the thing in the top of my list is to give a college commencement speech. Hmm. I have seriously, and it's non-political. I get the best damn commencement speech ever. Well, that's surprising because you really don't have much of an ego. <laughs> yeah, I know my humility is amazing. <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, with all heartfelt sincerity, it's really a good speech. All right. So, all right, another one. If you if you want to find out what it is, you got to hire me to do it. Hell, don't even hire me. I'll do it for free. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Oh mm-hmm. God, I got words for you. Three words to describe myself. Hmm. Angry. <laughs> what are three words for angry? Um. Short. Gonna... Short. No, it's more like tripod leg. <laughs> is that three words? Tripod, or is that two words? Tripod, one word. I I think tripod's one. Okay. Uh, three words to describe myself. 
the super awesome dude. Okay. All right. How about you? Uh, let's see. Uh, procrastinator. <laughs> um, Indecisive? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of good ones. Describe myself, arrogant or egotistical. I think a lot of people would use that. I I said uh, once that arrogance is uh, confidence minus humility. And I think sometimes people think what I'm saying sounds arrogant. And I generally, the things I state very boldly, I have spent a lot of time thinking about. Well, I would say that I'm condescending. That means I, I speak down to you. <laughs> I'm condescending. That means I talk down to people. Yeah, you know, arrogance. There's some arrogance. I, I would I would agree that you've got a, a healthy, uh, not unhealthy amount of, uh, not arrogance. I would say confidence. Confidence, that's the word. I, I was trying to think of the the the, the nice word for arrogance. <laughs> um, and I think, uh, uh, I think for the most part, I'm a kind person. Yeah. Well, I, I can, I cry at movies. I cried at Titanic and my girlfriend didn't. She was dry eyes. She was, eyes were dry as a bone and I was weeping, uh, you, weeping. You cried because Leo Di, Leonardo DiCaprio died. A beautiful, beautiful boy. <laughs> <laughs> she could have shared that fucking door, or whatever the driftwood she was on. There was room. Didn't MythBusters that bitch figure that was out? Splayed out on that. Didn't, didn't MythBusters figure that out or something? Like, Look, there's room. They could have saved her. She could have saved Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Kate Winslet, you bitch. <laughs> she wanted that fucking necklace for herself. <laughs> All right, one more. One more. Crow, if you could change one day in world history, what would you choose? Oh God! One day. One day. Oh my God! One day. Um, I guess. I guess one of the ones that kind of had a big impact when I was a kid was when the Challenger exploded. If there was a way to stop that from happening, I think that would have been cool. That kind of kind of depressed the country when that happened. That blowing up uh, in the atmosphere while everybody was watching and the teacher dying and everybody, you know, that had the teacher on board. Yeah. Christine um, McAuliffe. That was kind of a big event when I was a kid that kind of like put a damper on like our optimism for like, you know, space flight and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know if it would make a big difference, but yeah, first, you thing, know, first thing that came to mind. You know, it's tricky because people would say, well, I'd go back and change 9-11 or something. But I think those events kind of become inevitable. When someone's got the will to do it. Yeah, something you else can, similar would happen you can, to replace that anyway. If you can plan long-term for 19 guys to fly planes into stuff. It is weird that I, the first thing didn't come to my head was, was 9-11. Even but I don't, I don't think you could change it. You know, that is, I think you could change that day, but I think that whole plan was going to happen again. It took more than a day to, you know. So yeah. You know why I thought of Challenger? Because it was like a, an accident that just seemed like a split second that you could somehow one thing that made that happen that you could change wasn't it like a coolant thing that what leaked or something i think it was like an o-ring like that one failed. thing that failed yeah. that, and that's where i was thinking it's like just something simple that could have been corrected to change the outcome you know yeah. whereas yeah you're right the sorry i'm hitting the table left and right here <laughs> if i could change one thing just one go back one day i would make kate winslet let leonardo <laughs> on that on the ice block that bitch that bitch gotta have hated her ever since <laughs> going on making her damn movies yeah. Yeah. while leo's dead yeah 
He's dead, right? I can pick, I'm, I'm shedding a tear right now as I'm picturing his beautiful, beautiful face disappearing into the ocean. I can't believe he died, man. That's, yeah, I would go back and he was too. That. He was too beautiful to die, really. Yeah. <laughs> I would. All right, enough of that. Let's go on to the next subject. Not table topics, the actual... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we at time-wise? Take a look here. Uh, yeah, we got time for another one. So let's do it. All right, what do you got? Well, do you want to talk about the... I have a feeling my answer is no, but I will. What? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's $3,500 suit. You told me this. I didn't hear this. What was... She did a photo shoot. Um, so our all, everybody's favorite socialist... Of course she did. Everybody's favorite socialist... Uh, uh, what's her name? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who won um, uh, her primary uh, in what... I don't even know what fucking state it was. Don't we call her OCC now? The OCC. Now that that shows um, off. So she did a photo shoot um, with all the uh, all the working people of... Uh, what was it? Let's see here. Oh. Yeah, I don't know where... I can't read where... I'm reading a, an article here that's not saying where she did it. I mean, obviously, it's probably her... Um, her district? Her district, but I can't remember where the hell she's from, to be honest with you. New that. York. Is that somewhere in New York? So, you know, with all the working people, you know, the garbage men and that, and there's one of her sitting on um, some steps that are like, uh, you know, crusty looking and uh, in her fancy. I think that's really shitty the way you said garbage men like that. You were obviously dismissive. You're like garbage men. Garbage people. Um, garbage persons. Oh, yeah. So her pantsuit retailed for more than $2,800 alone. The shoe is about 600 bucks. Um, Fox and Friends talk, had a little thing about it. Uh, Katie Pavlich and Pizza Hegseth, who I like, I like both of them. How does she afford that? I mean, seriously. Well, here's the thing: she she probably didn't buy that. That was probably provided to her. That's the thing by the photo shoot, but that doesn't matter. She should have been she should have been on that photo shoot wearing um, Kmart clothes or wearing. Um, you know, if she wants to walk the fucking walk, Walmart clothes, Walmart clothes, no, Walmart's a big court. She could have done like thrift store clothes. She should walk the fucking walk. That's way too hipster. Um, if she, if she bought thrift store clothes, she was going to have to grow a shitty beard. Yeah. So her response, there's, uh, so, uh, what is it? Uh, Katie Pavlich said, um, and, and then there's this, the rising star of the democratic party has expensive tastes for a socialist. That was Katie Pavlich. And uh, Pete Hegseth chimed in. He said, it's tough being a socialist. It really is. Um, but uh, also Charlie Kirk, who's the uh, the founder of Turning Point USA, with he's the one that has... Um, Candace Owens. Yeah, he's got Candace Owens working for him. He said, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who pretends to be a champion of the people and believes the unemployment went down because we're taking two jobs, just posted in a photo shoot, posed in a photo shoot with a $3,500 outfit, 625 shoes, all while saying the rich have too much power and that social... social Hasn't been tried, he wrote. Um, but she responded to his tweet. Um, and here's her response. A, the alt-right doesn't seem to understand the concept of magazine shoots. B, you don't get to keep the clothes. Duh. C, I don't, quote, pretend to fight for a living wage and Medicare for all. I do it. And D, get used to me slaying Luke's, L-E-W-K-S. I've never heard this term before. I'm old and dumb, I guess. Uh, I get used to me slaying Luke's because I'm an excellent thrift shopper. So the word is, if anybody knows what this means, L E W K S, I have no idea what that means, but she's just far too, far too hip and socialist for me. Um, so yeah, so she's saying what I said, she's saying, 
Yeah. That guy is beyond perfect. He's a Luke. Super hot chick will only date Lukes. What the so fuck does that have to do with used to me slaying Lukes. Oh, she sounds so retarded. And me, as a disabled black lesbian, for me to say that, that carries weight. Well, you have to do it the Zach Galifianakis way. She's a retard. Oh, a retard. <laughs> I like that. That line from the hang- from uh-huh. Hangover. He's uh, like, well, Rain Man can do that, and he's a total retard. But she's so dumb, she doesn't get it. Doesn't get just appearing in a $3,000 outfit for your photo shoot is just showing that you're able to get somebody to put a $3,000 outfit on you for a photo shoot. Uh, that, and, you're, you sh- and you're the champion of socialism, where everybody's supposed to wear the garbage, everybody's supposed to wear the gray garbage bags. <laughs> everybody's supposed to dress the same. You're not supposed to try to get, outdo anybody else, and you're trying to outdo everybody else. How how awesome you look! Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know I like um, I, I I like Mike Rowe, and uh, I found out Anthony Bourdain used to do this too. So I, I I appreciate this about him, but they don't do. But I can't stand that fucking guy. By the way, they do. Two shots. Not, not Roe. I like Roe. Yeah. Bourdain I hate. They they don't do two shots of anything in their show. They like do the this one take and that's it. If they don't get it right, they're not gonna like, okay, let's walk I'll walk in here again and say the same thing. They just do it. I I remember Mike Rowe once telling a story about that got the left all twisted up was he said uh he will he doesn't really travel with a bag when he did dirty jobs. He would just go to like Walmart, yes, Walmart, and buy 50 bucks worth of clothes he knew he was going to wreck. Then he would wear those clothes, take them back to the hotel, ball them up in a bag, leave 20 bucks and say, sorry, you know, and have them just throw them out. He goes, because they're like literally covered in shit sometimes. And I saw somebody repost that on Facebook and... Someone else goes, oh, what a demeaning thing for him to leave these minimum wage workers. They're not minimum wage workers, you know, for them to leave him uh, uh, that 20 bucks like he was condescending to them. Yeah, that's find me the housekeeper who's pissed off at a $20 yeah. tip. Yeah. First, it's not like he said, I just fucking threw those clothes all over the room. I rolled around on the carpet because it smelled like shit. He put yeah. them in a bag and he said, sorry, find me one housekeeper who'd go. I don't want his 20 bucks. It's the principle of the thing. It's just when people say stupid shit without thinking about it, that's yep. I can't stand it. Well, that leads me to there's not a whole lot to say about that suit, the, the suits, unless you have more to say about it. It's, it's just the optics of it are dumb. Yeah, and I, I hate that I said optics. God, I watch too much news. Um, it just was it was out of place, and for her to be all offended that people were offended by it is stupid. Yep. You know, it's the same stuff that makes Trump go the whole. Puerto Rico things about me, you know, this photo shoot, I realized it was photos of her, but she couldn't once say, you know what? That was, that was a good point. Yeah. Cause it is a good point. I don't get to keep it. Duh. I'm going to be slaying Luke's. You're a fucking child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you're, you're speaking like a fucking, uh, preteen. Stop it. Yeah. People say Trump sounds like an idiot. You, you really do sound like an idiot when, yeah. you, when you, when you have that preteen lingo and you think you sound cool. Um, I, she is someone, I'm not saying she's stupid. She's like I alluded to before, yeah. someone who's trying to sound way more intelligent than she right. is. It's like people use big words and they don't know what the big word means, but they use it because they think, oh, it sounds, sounds really good. She's someone who's relied on her minority status and her big smile to get a little bit past where she should be. 
<laughs> How sexist and diminishing of you. Yes, but I can say such thing because I'm intersectional. Yes, that's right. Um, so that brings me, brings me to this. I, uh, on a, there's a local, like, uh, web page or bulletin board called next door. I think there's a lot of communities in the country that have this. I don't know if it's, it's not just local. I think it's everywhere, right? Next, I don't know. Next door. Um, but it's like a bulletin board for your neighborhood. So there, every neighborhood has a certain, you know, you, you type in your neighborhood name, you know, whatever it's called. And then you, in next door. Yours is the enclave, right? The enclave. But, uh, um, they'll post things well this the area i'm i mean the area i'm in is pretty liberal i mean you'll uh, you'll drive around the neighborhood around me and it's it's you know maybe i don't know every block has probably two black lives matter signs on it uh every block has all are welcome here except white people if you read the sign the sign is all are welcome here and then it lists out lgbt muslim blah 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 black blah 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 no white people <laughs> need Whites need not apply to this all are welcome. Um, and all that kind of stuff. And all, the irony is probably put out by a white person. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that, self-loathing white that's person. the neighborhood I'm in. I uh, obviously being a, a Trumper, I'm, I'm not I'm still not putting up Trump signs in my yard because a I'm not a dick. Well, I am. But why don't I just put out your dress so people know where it is? Yeah, but B, um, I I'm not I know what I'm asking for when I put up that sign. I know there's going to be fucking nuts out there that'll come and fuck with me and fuck with my sign because it's up there. So I, and I don't want to deal with it. Right. So, well, even so, but, and we've said this before many times, if I put out a yard sign, regardless of party, if that I think is going to bother my neighbors, you know, why do it? Yeah. Nobody's changing their mind. Well, I'm flanked by neighbors that have the, the all are welcome here. Right. But welcome. they don't, they don't give a shit about you. No, they don't. I've heard, I've actually heard him speak about fucking Republican, retarded Republicans and all that when they think they're, you know, not, their voice isn't carrying to my yard. <laughs> um, but anyways, I'm still not. Then you fire I'm a couple rounds yeah, over their heads. Yeah, I'm still not going to go fuck you and put up my, you know, um, a proud gun owner, rob the, rob the house next to me. Oh, that, which I'd love to put that sign up. You know, they believe in a gun free zone kind of thing. But anyway, so I've been perusing through these. I got an alert by a friend, and I've been perusing through these next door posts. And there's one in uh, crime and safety, and they'll let you know if there's been any break-ins or anything like that. If your garages have been broken into, and that's kind of the one of the bulletins that come up. Well, here's one that's a racism warning, and then trigger warning: racism. It goes uh, near the high school just now, and it puts an uh, cross street a dark gray mat dark. Or missing hubcats, S, hubcaps SUV, and then quotations Bronco, with two young white guys, and and another quotes or uh, parentheses driver heavier set with brown hair, lingered outside my Black Lives Matter yard sign. I took a close look out the window because I thought I heard loud voices. They gave me the finger and screamed, "Air lover," the N word lover, at me because she actually edited it. She went N and. Um, asterisk, 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 um, lover at me and sped off in front of my six-year-old son, too. I tried to run outside and get the plate number, but they were too fast. I say it didn't happen. It didn't fucking I happen. I claim bullshit. Uh, it's shenanigans. It's bullshit. It's somebody who, who loves getting 
their um, loves getting stroked by people that are come on here and and talk about how terrible this is and we all love you kind of stuff and it gets her it makes her feel good she gets her feels off of this well it's like the people who say you know we've talked about this before the woman will be like I was at uh, the local convenience store and I was getting in my car and someone came over and ripped the hijab off my yeah. head and said go back to your country yeah. spit on me and then ran away no and then put on his MAGA hat and yeah. ran away and and it's um, it's it's all every time you hear these hijab hoax or the hijab cutting or hijab pulling off, they're all hoaxes. And and there were several people nearby, and they didn't do anything. Yeah. So anyway, nobody nobody got. A fu- By the way, if you're at a convenience store, the chance that they have 360 degree surveillance cameras is probably pretty damn good. Yeah. But here's why I'm why I'm bringing this up because it's dangerous. Because this kind of thing is dangerous. She's pointing out two young white guys. Uh, a heavier set guy with brown hair in SUV in a dark SUV. Um, you are you are putting people at risk by doing this, the, making up this bullshit. You're putting white people at risk. They go, oh, well, you're just gonna taste your own medicine now. Finally, you now you know what it feels like. That's the attitude they're giving. They don't fucking care. If you tell them you're putting a, a guy who fits this description had nothing to do with that. Uh, driving and pulls over. Maybe he's got a hubcap missing just by by pure happenstance. And you're putting his life in fucking danger. You're, you're you're putting him in physical harm, and you don't fucking care at all. And it sickens me. And and even if it, not even that specific, just white guys in general. I'll go even farther. What if this van was actually outside her place, and none of this happened? Yeah. Yet she used the van for the description because she just doesn't have any imagination. Right. And and, and just that so van, happens to be she didn't get that license plate. And that van is. You know, it's a couple people delivering a washer and dryer or something to somebody from Sears, and they're sitting there afterwards, filling out the thing to say, yep, we delivered it and everything, and she's going, yeah, those guys, they look like... And so she makes it up. Mm-hmm. Those guys go to deliver something somewhere else down the street, four or five blocks away, somebody sees this, and does something to these guys. Yeah. And, and don't tell me that couldn't happen. It can happen. Yeah. But they don't fucking care. That's that she she just wants the she wants the uh, no because people who disagree with you aren't human. She wants yeah yeah the, those those um, uh, Trump loving white people if they get beat up so be it yeah um for but here here what you know what I get out of it I get post after post after post about how sorry they are and how they love us and this and that maybe somebody will even put up a GoFundMe for me for for my trauma for what um so here's some of the posts that happened immediately after that. We should watch for that car and report any sittings to the police. Anyone that bold is capable of a lot worse. Thanks for the heads up. No, this bitch is capable of a lot worse. If you keep doing this and backing her up and and validating her this way, you're going to make her go, oh, it feels so good. People, oh, people are giving me so much attention. I can't wait to say it again. Someone actually brought up the fact, didn't you say this happened to your Black Lives Matter sign before? Something happened to it before? Oh, really? uh, but, But the person that did it was so cucked. That they're like, oh, forgive me, that kind of thing. And I'm not saying that, you know, so I'm trying to get to it. But uh, 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 stay strong and watch your window. If they're that bold, they could be worse. I'm sorry it happened to you. Black lives do matter. Uh, you know. So in your neighborhood, you said just on your block, there's a couple of these Black Lives Matter. More than a couple, a, whole, a handful of them. Okay. So my question would be, and this is where I think this sort of bullshit falls apart with people like this. Why does she think it's her house? You know, if if there's 10 houses on a block in your neighborhood, just on one side, 
how many Black Lives Matter signs would you say there are? On my block alone? If if you've got a block with 10 houses on okay. one side, so 20 houses. Three? Three? Yeah. Per side or just three total? Out of 23. Okay. That's on a block. Yeah. So these guys picked her house on a block that has signs in a neighborhood. Neighborhood that has, yeah, and three per. called her an in-lover and yeah. went after her house. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not buying it. Here's this person. Uh, I almost said the person's name. If I remember correctly from previous posts, haven't you had an issue with your BLM sign before? If so, maybe it's these same people all along. And then, uh, yes, I have had issues before. Yeah, maybe it's the same ones. Um, because they're back. Yeah. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, there's, so there's someone... Someone, I think somebody took a post down because that's why I'm not finding it. They actually, because I think they got shamed because they brought up the fact, why don't you just take the sign down if you're having problems with it? That'll that'll end your problem. I don't see it in here. So I think that person got shamed into taking their sign down because as soon as they posted that, you see these post after post after post, victim blaming, shame, shame, that kind of stuff. And now I don't, I think I see the responses, but I don't see the post of, of the person that's saying, why don't you just take the sign down? I'm not, not trying to say, you know, that you, that you, that you have to or anything, but maybe that'll just. Maybe it's a good idea to just take it down at this point for your safety. You know, just trying to be nice about it. And these people are just going after, you know, oh, yeah. It's See, I would have said, you're not a victim. You're an instigator. Yeah. Because if if I put a Trump sign in my yard. Okay, here it I is. I think it would be an instigator. Here's a response to the, the post that's no longer there saying you should take this down. I really disagree. And it sounds like blaming the victim. We live in a free society and should have the expectation of freedom of expression. We are not setting ourselves up for violence by peacefully expressing our opinions. The fact that someone else cannot control themselves is not something I'm setting myself up for by peaceful expression. So, but, so, but so words are violence. Yeah. The, words are literally violence. Yeah, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of responses. Every single one of them. Probably from the same six people. Now, there's they actually have their names on there. That's the thing about these local ones. It actually puts the person's full name. So you're actually getting real people, which is why I don't go on there and troll the fuck out of them, which I would love to do. Um, you know, I'd like to say, yeah, well, you know, these same guys, they came by and pulled my hijab off. And they said, uh, MAGA. And then I, I post a little bit later. The same guy showed up again. And they, they took my fucking wooden leg and ran off and screamed, white is right. And I would just keep doing Flashed that. okay signs. <laughs> I just keep doing it over and over again. That's what I would do. These bastards are back again. <laughs> you know? So it's the kind of thing. Then I kind of, It kind of spun me out on this Nextdoor uh, website. And I went to a couple other posts. And there's uh, ones talking about the political posts and, si- and signs and yards about certain you know, issues, like housing issues and stuff. So there's different proclamations. I don't know what they are like their ballot initiatives and stuff that they're that they're and one person one guy's on here um uh hold on a sec uh okay this guy this is the perfect example of a cuck all right so explain where the word cuck comes from uh a cuckold is a guy who likes to watch some other guy fuck his wife all right uh, ineffectual limp dick piece of shit that uh, lets people walk all over him. A little nebbish. Yeah. So we've kind of, it's been appropriated to become just a weak person that allows other people, um, other, other people to, to walk all over him. To walk all over him, yeah. So um, this isn't a response to something. I'm not going to get in the whole response, but he goes, uh, uh, I shouldn't even go in the whole thing. 
he goes he says stuff about the about um the the initiative and then he goes uh meritocracy is a fine idea but not without significant limitations but in a rigged system equality does not predict equity nor can it redress the effects of systemic and intentional uh injustice yeah it feels sucky being a white male with a master's degree being passed over for a job in favor of a female candidate with similar qualifications it happened to me several times but the profession i was in systematically and totally discriminated against female candidates for centuries and can and can even say two or more millennia Aside from doubling the number of positions available, someone had to be told, not this time. I guess I was okay with that, even though it may have not been fair for me as an individual. If you're interested, I suggest this article that delves into what informs my opinions. You know what he sounds like? Fucking guy. Sounds like a pedophile. Oh, yeah, there we go. But that that's the, that's the kind of people that are, I mean, this whole site, this whole neighborhood is full of stuff like that about... Flat, flagellating, or what's the word? When you whip yourself? I think it's self-flagellating. Yeah. Uh, the flagellations of these white people on these sites are just... It's, it must be punished. It is so cringy. It's so bad. And I so badly want to troll them. But, again, I'm not putting my real name out there because it's showing everybody's real name. I'm like, I suppose I could make a fake one, but I don't know. Is that worth it? No. No. But it, get on with but people day. go. People go. Well, it's not that bad out there with the liberals. And you're seeing. You're, you're watching your white wing, you know, websites and your white wing, you know, Fox your white news. wing. You white, said white wing on purpose, didn't you? White wing. You are dog whistling. I should pull up my dog whistle. Okay. Every time I dog whistle. Oh wait! I just heard it. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if you're that. <laughs> if you're young enough, you'll have heard that. <laughs> I can hear it. I don't know. I just heard you saying Laurel. <laughs> but uh, so people will say, oh, you're it's not as big. These attitudes, these 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 cucky attitudes aren't as big. It's not that bad. But then you go to these local neighborhood, you know, bulletin boards and it's all fucking over. So what am I supposed to get out of that? That, yeah, it is that bad. Yeah. So I don't, and how do you fight it? Here's here's the comfort I take. Is that when the zombie apocalypse apocalypse comes, those people are dead first. They don't own guns. They're too packed into each other. They're trusting their neighbor too much. You said apocalypse, and yeah. that means that you were thinking about lesbians? No. No. Okay. See, I think it's... I was offended by that. I think it's wrong that you went there first. You should apologize. I should, but I won't. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm, it, it, it just, it's sad for society that we've got to that point where... You're you're bending over backwards to say I don't deserve anything. I'm a bad person because I've been told that my whiteness makes me bad, and I'm racist, and I know it. I know I am, and I'm trying to be a good ally. Which reminds me, here's another one. Here's another post. <clears throat> what's the what's the top of this post? It says uh, tips for being strong white allies. That's the post on it's in a general in the general section of this um, next door uh, thing. So, I will flip this table over. Yeah, if I went into it, it's long too, and it goes. It's got it's got bullet points, and it goes down to let's see. You know tw- what? Twenty three bullet points. Why don't we save the strong white allies for next time? <laughs> All right, let's do that because that'll get us going. That yeah, could probably well. be a whole thing. And then we then we can apologize for a bunch of stuff. Oh, I already. I'm glancing at a couple. Of them. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. All right, we're gonna go. <laughs> I folks. stop here <laughs> because Crow's about to lose his shit. All right. 
Uh, if you need to get a hold of us, it's rooster at breadandcircusespodcast.com or crow at breadandcircusespodcast.com. Sounds good to me. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.